0: Welcome, everybody, to the Gym Life Podcast a special interview across the pond today with uh, England's newest 105 strongest man, Chris Harrison. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me, Joe. Thank you. appreciate it.
0: Yeah, congratulations on your win.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I, I got to see all the uh, all the events that you had out there, and uh, you seemed to kind of ran their gamut, didn't you? I mean, you-, you didn't seem to have much problem with it, not to take anything away from those other guys, but... I looked at the scoreboard it seemed like you were in pretty control of that since the beginning of that show huh
1: yeah yeah that's right so sort of first event was obviously the max log and that was second place finish but then from the second event onwards it was yeah first place all the way through so it was um it was it was a good run it was it was a nice smooth run in the end
0: yeah, yeah it's nice when it can work out like that doesn't it I mean it's uh I'm sure that wasn't the first time but I- I'm I'm pretty positive that you've been through it enough so you've been on the other end of that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. It's sort of, um, we did the Northern qualifier beforehand and it was sort of back and forth, back and forth between me and one of the guys. So it was uh, a pretty stressful day. But yeah, England's was yeah. just about managing the day, really, in the end, which is nice. It's nice to do.
0: You got to appreciate those contests, though, where you do have that little bit of a rivalry where you've got another guy and you're going back and forth. It really is a true testament to you being able to get the job done.
1: Yeah, 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 of course. It's like, to be fair, don't get me wrong, it was, um, the points were were close. I think the guy who was even at England's, the guy who was coming in at second place at the time, ended up finishing seventh. And I think going into the last event, the guy who was sixth took second place. So it, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was it was a close competition. It was obviously it was well, a lot of people were saying it was one of the strongest England lineups there's been. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was full of top guys, and it was just yeah, it was a good, great comp.
0: Yeah, you know, I kind of got that, too, as I was looking at everybody's score, you know, and, and when, you know, the, the score sheet that you posted, and it, it was a, a lot of strong dudes. I think what makes those contests maybe seem a little bit more of a runaway is, you, I think you had, what, 18 guys in that event?
1: That's right, yeah, yeah, 18. Yeah.
0: So that can spread pretty quickly if one guy falters on an event. It's kind of hard to play catch-up sometimes when you're in an event that's that that big of a field. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely you know, and that's kind of where I get, like, where a guy can be consistent through something like that, like you were, albeit these guys were just as strong or or had a lot of strength behind them, you were just more consistent through the day, and in the end, you kind of, you know, take away the trophy.
1: Yeah, 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 that's what it was, it was, I I think we knew going into that competition, because sort of the events, for me personally, weren't great, There there were sort of four events that I was a little bit worried about, so it was just a matter of, making sure i did enough on every on the the weaker events obviously blasted out the ones that were good at and played quite tactically really it was it was a, it was a day full of i think i'd say it was probably more mentally taxing than yeah. physically taxing in the end because it was it was um, it was it was a lot of mental warfare and sort of picking the right lifts at the right time and taking your time on certain events to make sure you hit exactly what you needed to do and and obviously going balls to the wall on on other events, which which is sort of a sport into.
0: Well, you guys had uh, you guys had six events in that show, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was um, Max Logs to start with, um, and then we had Super York into a van deadlift, into I think it was truck pull, the bag toss, and then monster dumbbell for reps at the end to finish off, which was 80 kilos, but it. Everyone was pretty gassed by the end. I was, so
0: I was going to say, I noticed that was the last event, and I was kind of thinking the same thing. I, I think you managed four reps out of it, which is pretty damn good. I mean,
1: yeah, uh, I think so. for the win, I needed two, um, okay. four to sort of beat a lot of the other guys. So it was just, sure. just I'm with it. It's generally, dumbbells being a, want wouldn't weak event, but inconsistent event. So it was, it was good to be able to go into it knowing exactly what I needed to do and just take my time with it just literally yeah. five, 15 seconds really for the full minute and just hit one every 15 and
0: yeah it's that's nice when did. you put yourself in that position where you can just kind of think through it a little bit and you're not rushing and especially that circus dumbbell we're seeing that a lot now in a lot of competitions and if you don't yeah. train it it's not even if you're a power guy it's not as easy as it looks by any stretch
1: no no that's that's it there was, this is the crazy thing about england's it was like there was a lot of static guys that struggled with a lot of the static events just because like you said the the dumbbell it's it's totally different it's it's technique you you hit your center line off slightly and it goes completely and i think the van deadlift that we had i think it was about 380 in hand they were saying yeah Uh, and obviously there was there was stronger deadlifters in that field who pulled sort of small numbers so it was yeah, it was it was just about getting the technique right on the day, really, for everything.
0: Yeah, you know, oftentimes that's the case, especially when you've had had a chance to work with the apparatus or that particular apparatus. Because we mm. know when you're doing that car deadlift, sometimes that fulcrum point changes that entire lift where your foot placement's got to be, and you know, guys can stumble with that if all they're doing is pulling barbells in the gym. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that is, that is what happened, like to a lot of people. It caught a lot out on the day. I think um, yeah. I think it's about the I think it was up until about the seventh guy in the running order before it actually got lifted for one. So it was a tough, tough slog.
0: And, and everybody picked up from that point. It Sometimes it sucks being the first or second or third guy in a lot of cases, right? Everybody figures out how not to do it. Yeah. Luck of the draw.
1: Yeah, yeah. And obviously with with only a minute and with it being such a heavy weight as well, if you sort of don't get it right from the off, you've yeah. just not got to readjust. You get a little bit flustered and... You're you, Yeah. Yeah, you saw Yeah, exactly that. You saw it happen on the day. It yeah. was... All people's brains just ticking over and the heads just went in the end
0: well it looked like there's a lot of strong dudes there and you know one dude kind of stood out to me because he almost didn't seem like he belonged because it seems like when this guy adds 100 pounds he's going to be a big super heavyweight that tall dude you know i'm talking about you you had him in some of your pictures he had to have been like six <laughs> inches taller than everybody else he looked like a young guy he just not developed yet you know? uh
1: that might be will um yeah. he's he, six foot two he's, yeah. he's like I think he's just like well, he 10-22 yesterday, actually. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's I think given a couple of years more growth and yeah. with what he's gonna be doing, he'll he'll be doing things in, in the opens quite easily, to be honest. Like if he sticks around at 105 a bit longer, it'll be very Yeah,
0: it looks like he's got some growing to do for sure. That guy's gonna fill out and he'll have no chance to even make weight for the 105s anymore, I'll tell you. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. How is the contingency over there, Chris, nowadays? I mean, we're kind of experiencing over here stateside kind of a bit of, I don't want to call it a a resurrection of strongman because we've been moving pretty consistently in the last 15 years of growing the sport over here. But more recently, because of the Clash series, as I'm sure you're aware of, all these other weight classes now are just exploding onto the scene. Are you guys kind of experiencing that a little over there in the UK as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like the... I'm bound to be biased, but the, the sort of 105 division that we've got over here is is just crazy strong. I, I was speaking to people before the event, the promoters, competitors, and I genuinely think any one of probably twelve of the guys competing in Englands could have won. Um, I think we had four guys go over and do a clash this year. Um, one in the 105 division did. OSG World's Strongest Man this year, which I think we'll probably this year have four or five people going over to the states. But I think crazy. It's the knock-on effect of um, obviously the shows we've got over here with the Opens guys. Um, obviously, like the Stoltmans doing what they're doing. Um, the the shows are just amazing. The Giants live shows that go on now. It's it's creating a new breed. Like I've only been doing the sport myself about eighteen months, um, just because I didn't know there was anything for like smaller yeah. guys. Me, yeah. uh, until the first lockdown and then I looked into it and found there was a 105 division and it's, it's just crazy but even some of the weights that were shifting like we've got yeah we've been doing comps this year with 420, 430 yurks and you look at what they're doing at sort of opens worlds yep. the same thing so I think the 105 division yeah it's it's, it's definitely growing, and all the weight classes to be fair um ladies as well like the, the English and Scottish ladies over here are sort of doing amazing things. I went to UK strongest woman um the other day and it was the main show. There were there sort of like Annabelle Chapman who I know you've had yeah. on. Oh
0: yeah.
1: But like yeah, Gallagher Scotland's strongest woman, you've got Lucy Underdown who's the world record, deadlift holder, Donna Moore. And that was the main show and the UK strongest man part of it was sort of the smaller right. bit. Uh, that yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And I think if if the 105 division keeps going the way it's going and it's sort of promoted as like 16 and a half stone guys, like obviously the metric system over here is a little right. bit easier. Right. Really. And they know that we're running with sort of 450 kilo yokes on our back pretty fast and we're doing what the Opens guys can do. I think it can only grow and grow and grow. And obviously like Anthony's doing with Clash over there, getting on ESPN and stuff. If, if someone took it on over here, I think it could be huge. Like one of the big promoters just put us side by side with a giant. It'd be, it'd be huge because it just give it that kick it actually needs.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree, and it's it's not by any surprise, right? Because we said it over here the same way you kind of just expressed it. Uh, you know, I get repetitive, like I'm beating the drum all the time. But the best class in strongman's the 105 class by far mm. when you're talking about strength and athleticism, and what like you mentioned when you're talking about these 400 plus yokes and some of these heavier weights that these 105ers are using nowadays, uh, that was yesterday's super heavyweight shit. I mean, that yep. stuff nowadays, you know what I mean? I mean, we're seeing these numbers are are, are really sick. Uh, and that's what makes it, I think, even more unique because we're not mm-hmm. talking about a disparity between the classes that's, you know, this big anymore. If you're looking at super heavyweights to 105ers, it's, it's not that much. And I made the comment on one of my shows more recently that we're not that far away from seeing a couple of these guys cross over from a lightweight, staying at a lighter weight, and beating a lot of these guys that are in those super heavyweight open classes. We see it a lot in the amateurs right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we did um,
1: – so earlier in the year, we had um, – uh, it was called the Explosive Ape League, which was sort of like it was an open competition, which I ended up getting an invite to. But it had um, sort of the guys that were just under the world level, so like not the Saltmans not Adam Bishop not right. but sort of like Lewis Jack who's Scotland's strongest man Ben Williams he's probably going to win England's strongest man um, and I think it was 12 of us that did the competition I think I ended up finishing fifth um, and it was literally behind people that are competing at Britain's and UK's strongest man this year in the open category but yeah, I'd like to, other than probably statically overhead I held my own there so like moving events, I didn't lose a farmer's event. Yerks, I'd be up there with the one and twos. Um, deadlift, even I was, I was able
0: to sort of finish. Well, you're a pretty good dead. deadlifter, though, aren't you? Yeah, I mean that, that seems to be your wheelhouse. Uh,
1: yeah, it varies really. I've, I've not really practiced. I've not really gone all in on my deadlift until the end of last year. Like we've got max deadlift coming up at Britain's Strongest Man in September. Yeah. um so it'd be nice to push that um I think for me it's been it's been a year of working on my overhead like my overhead was like a year ago I was struggling with like 100 kilos it's just it just was a thing that didn't work right. for me I got a coach and we've we've sort of pushed it to looking 150 160 which again you look at sort of worlds the other week and a couple of the British guys representing us from the opens like no reps the 145 log so although it's not a huge number in the opens category, we're, we're sort of able to hold our own and we could, those 105ers from the States, from the, yeah
0: yeah,
1: we'll put into these open shows, I, I definitely think we'd, we'd hold our own and I think that'd be good for, in my opinion, I think it'd be good for like the general population to see as well because when you see, if, for example, if I was up against some of the Giants and obviously I wouldn't win any of the events but, if I'd be moving with the same weights, there would and pressing things, the average guy in the crowd saw sort of like Jesus, he's he's just like me.
0: That's right. I think, yeah.
1: It, it's more, although the big guys is a spectacle. I think it's more of you can have the freak show effect with a, a crazy little guy coming in and doing, yeah. doing the big. One.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's more re- it's more relevant to the average man. I mean, listen, not yeah. everybody's walking around at six foot seven, three hundred 400 pounds. Uh, So to watch you 105ers do it, and I I know I've talked to a lot of spectators of the sport, a lot of guys are jumping in the sport because of the 105 class, which is what we need to grow it, right? We need this bigger contingency of athletes to be more appealing to the general public, and uh, certainly the 105ers are doing that. I think what you got going on over there in the UK right now is pretty amazing. I keep calling it the British invasion, man. I mean, there's (laughs) some crazy, crazy shit going on over there. It seems like I mean, between Gria and Chaos, and every time she comes over with her girls, they're winning everything. I mean, it's Matt McKeegan this year was awesome. I went to that South Carolina clash event. He's something special. I don't know if you know Matt or not, but
1: guy, really strong guy.
0: Yeah, and and all and all what I'm seeing now with your 105 class over there, and kind of been following you and you guys. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be something special, man. And I think globally it's something special now, too, because we're not just seeing all the athletes come out of one area. And I'm not suggesting maybe we've ever seen that. I guess what I'm suggesting is we're seeing more of a contingency of athletes now, not just one or two guys from any particular area. But like you said, you've got 10 or 15 guys now that are representing a weight class instead of one or two.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that'll show this year at OSG. I think it'll show how, like you say, with with the ladies there, they're killing it over there, yeah. the podium the lightweight was, I think, under-64s was top three All-English. You had Annabelle winning wars, um, Rebecca Roberts winning Worlds. Um, we've got two girls going over to Florida from our gym um, in the Masters category and the Ladies category. And I genuinely think there could be, off the top of my head, think there'll be Matt McKeegan there. Like you say, he'll be at world Strongest Man next year. This year, definitely myself. Dale McPherson, he could come and do it as 3d strength i don't know if you've seen him um he's an unbelievable 105 he's got like a one or organ a 404 oh, deadlift yeah wow. yeah just holy shit but you you could easily see off the top of my head now i could probably name 10 guys yeah. in the under 105 division that would be competitive at wales next year so it's, it's going to be like you say hopefully a british invasion It Uh, truly is, man.
0: you know, it's nice. It creates that competitive nature. I think stateside here, and especially over in UK, you know, we make, we draw a lot of comparisons in our strength community. And I think it lends to a really fun camaraderie. And at the same time, a lot of great competition.
1: Yeah,
0: Guys are kind of looking over their shoulder across the pond now going, okay, I may have control of where I'm at, but who's coming over that I'm not aware of or I'm not seeing. And now we've got social media that opens that up for us. And of course, all these great events that are sharing, these competitors now and it's a special time to be a strong man
1: yeah definitely definitely it is it is
0: what where do you whereabouts do you train out of out there then you said you're from yorkshire um what's yeah. your gym and and, and uh who's uh, your contingency over there that you train with
1: um so i'm at viking power and strength which is um in doncaster i recently well i'd say that was one of the big reasons why i've sort of done well this year because the, the gym's just full of competitive guys like i say we've got Scotland's strongest woman in training from there. We've got three, three guys in the 105 division, myself, Mark Pearson, and Andrew Lumley, who are all at UK's and Britain's strongest man. We we all finished in the top ten at England's. Um, you've got opens guys that are constantly pushing as well. So we've we've got just a really, really strong team there. And it's just yeah. great atmosphere. This is I was speaking about it the other day, actually. You you sort of you get really good at one event. Like I, I, I'd probably say my best event is farmers. And then you, you sort of, you get really, really good at one event. And then a couple of guys just come in and rinse you and mash you. So there's always something that you're chasing all the time. And it's, it's, it's just good. Um, so yeah, just really, really good club. It's so you,
0: you see a lot more athletes like yourself. And, you know, we talk about strongman, we talk about teams more now than we've ever talked about. It's not just about these guys coming out of the farmer's field and, you know, yeah. that have been in the barn by themselves getting shit done. I mean, we really are seeing the better athletes are being pushed by better athletes that they train with. I mean, we've got mm. big groups over here that train together. Obviously, you guys, and, and we talk about chaos a little bit over here as well because they're pretty high profile. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really, really cool. Hey, I was going to ask you, um, what's this Ragnarok Games all about? I see it on your – are you going to that?
1: Um. Well – Potentially, yeah. I think um, I think it's going to depend on other competitions. To be honest, I think yeah. based on the fact that it's early next year and Clash on the Coast is obviously yeah right to- right that kind of is right close to that yeah. I'm I'm doing the I'm, I imagine I'll end up qualifying for the Arnold's in Ohio this year. Okay, um, yeah, but a are over here that's um, that's that's pretty suited to myself, which okay. will obviously be around the same time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know too much about it, to be honest. I saw, I saw
0: it posted on your page, right? And I was thinking if, if you went to that, but I see, I looked into that. and I thought that was super cool because they were throwing in all these gym lifts and shit with it, you know, and yeah. uh, it got me kind of well, interested. I didn't even know what was going on. It's in Miami, I guess, next year.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I'm Again, I'm not too sure. Like I inquired about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I saw
1: the post and inquired about it. I asked, Saw so that was a 15 grand pass. That was the thing that sort of jumped out to me. Right, a, right. Yeah. It was 110. The, the weight class is a strange one. It's the division that I'd fall into would be hundred under 110 kilos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd literally put an inquiry across. And then the next thing I know, I'm sort of Clyde. Oh,
0: no, I was just curious. Yeah. I, it got me thinking about what your gym background was. Cause when I look at that, I'm like, well, where does Chris come from? You know, where is your gym background? How did you fall into the sport of strongman?
1: Um, well, like, to be honest, uh, when we had, um, obviously the COVID lockdown, we locked down in, um, 2020 between sort of March and July. Yeah. Um, obviously we, was up, um, we had a lot of stuff that I was, I was lucky enough to have access to a little bit of gym kit at my sister's house. My, my nephew sort of had like bench press and a little squat rack and things. So I started training weights then um started doing strangely enough like running 5 k's. so that's what i do i'd run 5k every day last year and then go and do a little bit of weights because with all the time on my hands i started watching all the old world strongest men yeah all the guy um and then just looked into it a little bit sort of found that they did uh, a novice competition every year in my town that i lived in and thought well you know what let's Let's, when lockdown reopens, let's find a strongman gym and try and enter this novice competition. Um, but then everything just started, sort of happened real quick. It ended up my first competition because of the lockdowns being the um, the northern qualifier for UK's and Britain's strongest man last year. So I just signed up to that because I was on work. Um, they give it a go, really, to have a little bit of yeah. fun. Um, like I said, we have to, to qualify for England, you usually have a northern. Southern and okay. Midlands. Okay. Um, I think the top six from the North qualified that year. Yeah. I managed to fit fourth in the north, like say my first competition, and it all just happened really quickly. So then I had to sort of get 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 strong and get good pretty quick because obviously I had UK's strongest man and Britain's strongest man. So it was I sort of fell into it. I had a I had a goal to qualify for England, like to qualify for England's by 2023. That was my initial plan under 105. Yeah. Um, But I just sort of – yeah, like I said, I got a coach. I got a good team around me at the gym, and it all just fell into place, really. So, yeah, I'd gone from about 80 kilos two years ago to sort of put on a little bit
0: of size. Let let me back up here, Chris. You're blowing (laughs) my mind right now. Let me get this straight. You just started this shit two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, not just started this stuff, but you literally – Oh, shit. Oh. No, that's okay. You literally just got, you just literally started lifting weights too, is what you're telling me? Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, when I was about 18 so I'm years old now,
1: so when I was yeah. about 18, I to the gym just like, yeah, okay. because I played rugby. Um, and then I had sort of like a 10-year hiatus from all. Wow. Ex- wow. And then, yeah. yeah, I I got basically, about three years ago, I just realized that I was really, really fat. And lost a lot of weight, got down to 80 kilos, started lifting weights a couple of years ago. And then,
0: right, yeah. Man, you're just so. born for this sport, honestly. I mean, you're doing some pretty <laughs> crazy things in a couple of years. I mean, you get to England, uh, uh, England's a year earlier than your goal was, and then you win it. I mean, yeah. shit, man, you're just starting to, you're just starting to get where you need to be. I mean, and you're doing amazing things right now. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, pretty incredible. You're pissing off a lot of guys out there right now, I'm going to tell you.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I, it is something that, yeah, like you say, you, you sort of... I, I don't know. Like, don't, don't get me wrong, it, it wasn't a natural straight into doing things. Like, moving events was okay. I think the first deadlift I ever pulled was about... two. Uh, I think it was 2.30 when I tried a deadlift.
0: Oh, geez, that's that, fucking great. Yeah, it obviously
1: the technique was yeah, probably... I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and moving events was... Mm, well, they were, they were okay. I was sort of able to move with the first ever yoke I moved with was like three hundred kilos at about eighty kg weight. So yeah. those two things were okay. It was but like the overhead, the technical and and the mental side of things has sort of come on a lot more this year. But yeah, it's 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 been a quick, quick process really. I think yeah, it just it just had to be. Um, like I because I did the qualifier. The qualifier was very much uh let's see what the top one or five guys are like in this country and see where I need to improve. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, i say I, I, I scraped, Well, it I sounds like you
0: push yourself along and you kind of, by doing that qualifier, kind of just sort of lit a fire underneath you a little bit say, okay, you know, we, we got no time to mess around here, um, yeah, yeah. but you're a pretty athletic guy. I mean, you said you had a rugby background and all that. I'm, I'm assuming you, you know, you, you walked into it with some just natural ability, which a lot of guys do. And, it just worked out well for you that time off, I guess that COVID era, it sort of just allowed you to sort of grease the wheel a little bit to get you ready for kind of doing what you're doing now. And then of course, finding that, that team and that your Viking team and being a part of them. Yeah. I, I guess if guys do it the right way, right. I mean, it, you can come out of the gate swinging like, like you, like you did or, you know, and, and that's pretty, pretty cool, man. Yeah. You're really lighting the world on fire right now, honestly.
1: Yeah. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. I think I've got, well, yeah, like you said, just just the start. Like one, two years in, I'm excited to see where I'll be when I'm sort of three, four years down the line. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's still, again, with the the Viking team we've got, the, the technical side of some of the guys in there is just amazing. So it's, it's every day I'm learning something new, I'm learning something fresh, and I think there's a lot of new new begins still to have. I've probably got yeah. one or two, years, like even my biggest lifts at the minute There's still sort of 10 kilo 15 kilo jumps sometimes with a with an overhead press and a deadlift i can sort of add stuff on like that so it's not slowing down yet
0: which is yeah good. isn't that fun i mean to be able to say you still got some newbie gains left in you you know i mean that's a lot i remember those days those are just a lot of fun and, and they keep you kind of energized and, and of course you always wonder then where's the you know the sky's the limit you know i mean you're doing some pretty fun stuff what about um so we talked to England's strongest man going to Britain's strongest man. We talked about you qualifying for Clash on the Coast uh, and we, we are, are getting into that qualifier. Have you thought about your pathway there yet and uh, how that's going to work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've got uh, Clash Chaos. Obviously, Luke um, and Ray right. are running the qualifier. They've given me a heads up on when it's coming. It's going to be... I'll be down for that straight away. Like I'll be the first name signed up for that um, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, which is good because, again, with the online qualifier this year, it fell basically the explosive Ape league that we did. It was it was five competitions in seven weeks, um, and the clash qualifiers obviously this year for the online they were only available for the the weekends, and every single one of them fell on the weekend I was competing. Oh, geez. and I, I, I sort of made the decision to hold my own in this Open's competition, get my name out there, let people know that I'm serious, and Clash can sort of wait. I think with with OSG, obviously, World's Strongest Man was, was the main goal for this year to get to. Um, but yeah, we've got Chaos running the qualifier for that. So I'll go do that, qualify, and then obviously it'll just be over to Clash and then... Let's say we've got the Arnold's qualifier. So yeah, I, I definitely want to start doing. oh wow,
0: that sounds like a great. I mean, it sounds like boy, you got a lot of fun to look forward to, man. You know, and I think the biggest thing for you right now is just staying healthy, right? Because, you know, those are three big events, relatively close time frames with one another. I guess Clash would be back in Mar- be back in, I guess, the first part of April of next year. Yeah. Uh, then of course you got uh, OSG, which is going to be what November of this year.
1: Right. Yeah. November. And then this right year. in
0: between that's the Arnold. Yeah. So you've got one, two, three, right?
1: Yeah, but I think um let's say the, the explosive ape league that we did was like the heavy we did like four fifty five yoke, mm-hmm. one six armors, it and we did it was weekend after weekend after weekend. Yeah. Uh, in January and February. So I think it's it's made me realise that really what the body can actually do. Right. Um especially with me being obviously I'm thirty years old, but I'm I'm a year into the sport. So I think I've done I think I'm on to my ninth competition this year already. Oh, wow. And I've never felt better, to be honest. Like I That's just great. Yeah. Prepped for any of the competitions yet because we've just been competing, competing, competing. And then doing that Opens competition earlier on in the season, everything that we've done at 105 has sort of been, although heavy, has been a little bit lighter. So it's, it's sort of been a nice hype up and then sort of ease into the, 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 the England's and Northern qualifiers and then obviously now it's a push to the the big the bigger domestic ones and then yeah onto world. Yeah, it, so sounds all,
0: like, it sounds like really a perfect path for you it, it seems to be working out in that respect you kept your body right you got the experience in you know you're yeah. able to kind of identify how you need to prep for shows and, and get ready for them and at the same time you're familiar with your recovery so you're not doing anything that's compromising your body uh, who's yeah. coaching you right now
1: um, so I'm coached by Josh Lancaster he's um, he's a, he's well, he's actually England's strongest man, under 90. Um, and he competes now in the under 80 division. Um, uh, he's been to OSG. He's, he's about to attempt the world record dumbbell under 80 on the next weekend. Oh, okay. And he also, funnily enough, did um, did England's 105 with me um, yeah. as an under 80. Um, oh, Pete. But... so oh, Pete. Yeah, how'd he do? Uh, he finished 10th in wow. the end. Wow. Really, he's good for, for finishing and he's because of a few injuries and dropouts he's doing uk's strongest man now as well so okay. he'll be there again in eight nine weeks time probably weighing about 84 kilos That's crazy, but, crazy. Yeah, yeah. but he's just a a lot of people uh say he's just like crazy volume crazy work rate he yeah.
0: he's
1: he's just a He's just very, very technical, and he works you very, very hard. He didn't it just worked for me. It's just been, yeah, it's just been a really, really good process in the matter of, let's say, I think I started with him about six months in. So I've been with Josh just under 18 months, and it's just...
0: Yeah. Well, you certainly can't argue the success. So, I mean, stick with what's working, right? Yeah, Josh yeah. is really doing well for you, and yeah, that's great.
1: Got yeah, know, as well, who won the... Under-64, World's Strongest Woman last year. He's got, I don't know if you've heard of the World's Strongest Twins.
0: No, no, I have to look them up.
1: So, yeah, him and Jer Dalglish are under-80 competitors. Okay. Um, Britain's Strongest, under-18, number one and number two.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, And, yeah, they're just a couple of of twins that train up there with him. So, he's got national champs, he's got world champs, he's got British champs coming out of everywhere now. It's just all clicking into place in that team as well, so... Yeah. yeah, it
0: sounds like every it sounds like every decent team over there in the UK right now has got a plethora of champions right now. That's so cool, man. I, I look forward to getting back to Clash next year. Just of course, to see you there now. And uh I have no doubt you all see you there. And but I what I love about these international competitions now is they're just they're just exactly what we always hoped they'd be. You know, you got this great contingency of athletes from all these different countries and Particularly Canada, UK, and and the United States, obviously. Those are probably the three. And Canada, of course, is crushing it right now. I mean, those girls up there and those guys and watching Max do what he did at World's Strongest Man this year. I don't know if you followed that. That was a pretty, pretty decent fifth place he took, tying in points, Mm -hmm. you know, for, I think, with Shaw, actually. So then, of course, you guys with the Stoltmans, man, and all that. I know you're not going to get into a little controversy on that stuff, but uh, that's something we're talking about on my podcast. I'll tell you right now, but I love those guys. So God bless them.
1: Yeah. They are top guys.
0: yeah. Who, who did you look up to kind of coming in, uh, you know, as we kind of wind down our interview here, what, what did you, um, I mean, who were some of the guys that you picked up on right away? I know your Viking group, but as you were watching the sport and stuff were the guys that you gravitated towards and were there guys that you kind of, looked at and said man they they just sort of motivated you I know Eddie might be one of them and you know just guys the guys that you have out there now I mean obviously that's a throwing a dart I mean that's an easy one to hit but I mean Hmm. talk about that a little bit your influences
1: yeah so well initially like I probably didn't realize it at the time I realize it more now looking back me and my dad used to watch worlds when we was growing up so obviously when I was younger Pudzinovsky was winning everything um Crazy Supreme Athlete, a lot lighter than a lot of the other guys, which is obviously cool. So that originally, um, without me even knowing it, now I'd say looking at the people like um, Alexey Novikov, um, just yeah, unbelievably all-rounder. I think the journey that he's been on this year with his overhead is obviously not on the same level, but we've sort of... Dude. He's gone crazy, whereas mine's done the same at a British level for 105 and... Yeah. Moving events are just quality, and just the way he manages competitions, it was just, just professional, technical, amazing. Really, um
0: I love that answer, man. I love him. I mean, it's just what he does is is it doesn't get enough credit. I I try to talk him up as much as I can, but that overhead he did at World Strongest Man was what the fuck did we witness there? Honestly, are we really going to see six hundred pounds in that lift here shortly? I mean, I think we are.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. He's nuts. He's nuts. And, but yeah, he's. Probably uh, probably the, the main one, really, which is strange because he's like a younger guy than me, but he's doing amazing things. Like yeah. So I was looking at the UK. We did the World Log and Deadlift Championships in Birmingham um, at the Arnold Festival, and I was lucky to meet him the morning after a chance, chance meeting in a Turby Carvery, which is like a breakfast place yeah. in Birmingham. Um, and I bumped into him, and it was just like, it's the first time that I've ever been a little bit
0: oh, starstruck. Yeah, yeah,
1: sort of met him as well and we looked at the size of each other and I was like, geez, we're not that far off each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And i or so obviously they were I've got a picture with yeah, yeah. Tom and he's just I look like a tiny little boy. We can't make uh, up
0: those inches, no. We can maybe get bigger, but we can't make up those inches. Yeah. Well I literally the
1: the width and the height I just looked like a snack to him. Whereas Novakov I was sort of
0: Yeah yeah. yeah. It gives you a little bit of hope when you think Man, and you're representing that now to a whole new generation of strongmen, you know, with the 105 class. So I think that's awesome what you're doing out there, Chris. And I, I think it's uh, a super cool, man, that I had an opportunity to catch you and meet you because I have a yeah. feeling that you're going to be on the scene a while doing some pretty amazing things, brother. So um, I'm going to get back with you, of course, like I do all my other athletes and try to get some follow-up interviews after these contests, if you don't mind. But I appreciate you joining me today. And if, if uh, yeah, it, it keep you keep me posted what's going on and we'll keep cheering you on over here.
1: Awesome. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, man. Have a great one and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Brilliant. Great to chat. Thanks, Joe.
0: Yeah, man.